Welcome to episode 58 of The Ball Run, the official podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. This Cogto PR content is sponsored by World Q Sports slash Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. Uh, just on that, I saw that Michael Sharp at Q Creator has just released a new Q cleaning product called Vulcan, and I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Um, this podcast is a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask the man nicknamed Bull Run about recent results, life on tour, and life in general. Uh, good, I was going to say good morning, it's just turned over. Good afternoon, mate. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, a little bit of a sore head from yesterday. Yeah. Um, obviously, losing in the British Open, but all in all, okay. Good, good. We will come on to that. And um, I was just, uh, obviously, sort of pre shows just saying to Stuart that there's so much snooker this month. It will be a, a completely snooker-focused um, uh, show. Uh, so, uh, look, a really busy September um, and a bit of a roller coaster, truth be told. Uh, so, we will pick for it all and we will take, take it all in uh, chronological order. Um, your month started with a 5-3 win over James Cahill, uh, and that booked your place at the first ever Wuhan Open, uh, an event that will take place between October the 9th and the 15th. Um, you dropped the first frame, uh, uh, but breaks of 70, 73, 92 and 78 saw you recover in style to win. Uh, the Wuhan Open, of course, will be... Um, First ranking event to be held in China since 2019, and of course, it's taking place in the city where the delight that is COVID all began. So, um, how pleased were you with that win over James? And um, what are your feelings about a long overdue uh, return to China? Yeah, it's obviously a good win. Scored scored well. Um, May probably showed me other game. Ain't may probably there at the moment, sort of battling through um, sort of the the frames where I'm not scoring, but. Um, yeah, obviously James is a tricky, tricky customer. So um, yeah, obviously a good win, and and say obviously to to get back out in China. Um, obviously looking forward to it. Um, obviously yeah, obviously we've had another qualifier since, so I've got a couple of trips sort of booked up to uh, China, and uh, can't wait to obviously go out there and see some friends. Obviously ain't seen for like three or four years. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned it before, and obviously, just snooker and as an industry has mentioned it, you know, how important China is as part of the makeup. Do you, do you get the feeling, or speaking to other pros and stuff, you know, that return to China is just like, it's a breath breath of uh, kind of relief, really, that, that it's, it's back and it's part of the schedule, yeah? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, the, the, the sort of four, three or four tournaments out there before COVID was, was made probably a, a good sort of third of the sort of the prize money on tour. So um, it's been massively missed in obviously the COVID years. And um, so it's obviously great to sort of be going back. Yeah. Um, now, a few days after the, the win over James, um, you lost a match, which I know will have annoyed you for, for a couple of reasons. Um, it was a 4-1 defeat to world number 116, Jensen, Jensen Kendrick. Um it got you a place at the English Open in what we have previously described as your, uh, in quotes, kind of home ground here in Brentwood, Essex. Uh, and that event takes place in, in October. Um, the brief match report said on the defeat, uh, it said a break of 67 helped the Stoke human Kendrick to a 3-0 lead. And he made a 52 in frame five on his way to the finish line. So, uh, you know, how disappointed were you with that? And, and what was the story of that match? Yeah, obviously still hurts. Um, obviously starting next week, uh, the English Open, yeah, in Brentwood. Um, 
just yeah, it was just one of those matches really. Um missed a couple but um Kendrick he he's just scored well. Um so um it's just it's just one of those that just maybe he got to accept it. It's it's happening more where people are playing maybe probably a little bit better than me on the day and, and, and simple as that. It's a obviously a tough one to take. Um but I've got to get used to it, sort of the way things are going at the moment. Again, such is the nature of what I described up top there as, as the roller coaster September. You, you know, you bounce back in some style with a commanding six nil win over China's Jing uh, Zhihao to book a place at the international championship. Um, and I think I saw the draw this morning. I think it's Matt Stevens there for you. Um, I just went. Did you think that the, the defeat to Kendrick gave you extra motivation, or was it a case you just sort of cleared your mind enough by then to just deal with this match on his merits? Yeah, it's it's weird. The six nil. It's I've sort of said it's the best and worst six nil I've ever I've ever played. Right. It, it's good that I won six nil. I battled through. I, I made a good couple of clearances. Hmm. Um, but sort of worst, as in obviously, I'm, again, I'm giving too many chances away. I think the the big difference between the two matches there, the the loss and the win is obviously uh, the Chinese lad just didn't punish me enough like Jensen did. Yeah. Um. And and, and maybe probably that's that's all. Um. So I pulled off a cut, maybe probably two or three clearances, um. In that mat, in that six nil win, and and that's that's maybe probably the whole difference. Not that I played any better or or any worse. I think that it's just just the way the match went. So you think that perhaps the scoreline kind of doesn't tell the whole story. It's masking over the... You still felt the shortcomings were there, but like you say, it's just a sort of almost a get away with it sort of thing, yeah? Without a doubt, yeah. Right. Yeah, 6 nil, very, very flattering. And uh, But obviously, like, it's all about the W at the end of the day. Now, finally, bringing us right up to date, uh, you've been in British Open action this week in Leicester. Um, and on Wednesday, you lost 4-2 to Tort newcomer... Um, Ishpreet Singh Chada. Uh, he hails from Mumbai in India. Um, he sounds like an interesting guy. He's got a, a pro video gamer background. Um, I'm sure people can look him up. And um, yeah, no, he does sound like an interesting fella. Um, now, World Snooker described it as, uh, in quotes, the biggest victory of his fledgling career. Um, and at the 27, 27-year-old, he, he came back, he made breaks at 69 and 71 to seal the win. Um, he clearly has got a lot of respect for you. He said afterwards, he said, I watched the whole of the 2015 World Championship uh, and I just admired him throughout because of the bottle he showed. I respect him a lot. He's a great player and to be a world champion is, um, is a great pleasure. Um, now, I'm sure that his words there will be a little consolation to you, uh, along with the fact that so many top names um, have been knocked out early on uh, as well. Um it's still fresh, but but you know, what's, what's your take on that now? Yeah, obviously, like, I'd, I'd take every obviously loss hard. Um, I had a little chat with Mark Allen after, and um, well, he, he come up, he come up, tried to make it sort of like hearted, oh, because he just lost as well. He's like, yeah. all right, loser. Yeah, right. And I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, really? Fuming? Were you? Was it yeah, one of them? I was fuming. Oh, and, right. And, uh, I've sort of just walked away and obviously got in the car and, and, and drove home. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's sort of um, yeah. Look, looking back, I, I made a, again. I made a good clearance to go to all um, the table. Obviously, a few players are saying the table's a bit different, a little bit tighter, and uh, I may probably let that play in my head a little bit. Uh, missed a, missed a couple of balls that I should never have missed. 
Um, but like I say, I, I, I made a good clearance to go two all. I, I think I had first chance. Uh, I think I played. I, uh, I remember potting a yellow, and it went back, went down on a black spot, and then I got on the yellow again, and I thought it went back onto the yellow spot, and I played the shot, and then realised the yellow stayed on the black spot and I, I, had an, I had an easier black to open the reds up I tried to clear the black spot and uh, obviously didn't get on the red mm. a couple of safety shots later he got in and made a 69 break and then I, I broke off in the last and he made 71 from it so mm. he's like looking back obviously it hurts losing um, but he just scored better than me um, simple as that yeah yeah um, it sounds like maybe just as snooker players, sometimes we're trying, just trying to be a bit too clever within the within the game and within the match, but it's all about those kind of um, the, the live reading, I suppose. And um, just on on um, Singh Chada himself, uh, I mentioned that he's mid twenties, he's got this interesting background, you know, from India. Um, do, do you think he could kind of you know do something, make make waves in the game? Yeah, he's, he's got he's got a good game. He's obviously he's very um, the first first frame. We was maybe probably playing safe on the black for about five ten minutes, and uh, I, I maybe probably got a bit. Um, what's the word? I sort of I played maybe probably a shot that I didn't really need to play, and right. it ended up costing me. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, his did, he, did he sell? Good. Did he sell you a bit? Is that <laughs> was he kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, obviously Indians obviously played them in in like over the years, and they've got good knowledge of the game. Right. I think. They play a lot of billiards, so yeah. they know the angles, and and you're not going to get an easy sort of chance off them. And his safety was good, and my safety was maybe probably just a little bit off on the day, and and that's maybe probably the the, the the big difference of it all. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, on September, one of them uh, about par, or do you want to just put it in the bin? You know, how <laughs> you kind of look back on it uh, now? Yeah. No. Obviously, I've, I've qualified. For yeah. what four out of five tournaments, um, obviously ain't gone any further in in two of them. Yeah. Um, lost sort of first match at the venues, so uh, not great. I want to I want to push forward and and obviously try and get my ranking back up. And uh, I sort of I went there this week and I I felt like my game was in good shape. And but it just just sort of shows you that um, sort of I think anyone on tour. Um, can win a match on their day, and, uh, and it showed in that match where John Higgins lost to Robbie Williams. Robbie mm. Williams, I think, had a pop percentage of like ninety-eight percent, mm. and uh, it just shows you. Um, obviously, Judd losing to Hamid Mir, I think, sort of the game's changing, and and you sort of can't rest on your laurels. You've got to get out of there and you got to perform. Uh, absolutely. Stu, that's great. Uh, thank you very much for your time as always. And um, please make sure you steer clear of any bats on your uh, upcoming <laughs> trip to China, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah we'll, I'll try to. 